Welcome to A Fistful of Truth with me, your host, Delara S. Gill. You can find me daily on my blog at www.delarasengill.blog. You can also locate this podcast on anchor.fm if you're using a web browser, that is the preferred way to listen to it, or else you can play it on Spotify anywhere, anytime. And you don't have to have Spotify to play this podcast on Spotify. If you pay for the premium subscription over there, all it does is get rid of the commercials. And I do because I can't stand being bombarded by negative frequencies and commercials of the cabal. Also, thank you to everybody who's supporting this podcast, A Fistful of Truth. You can do so by visiting the link below in the podcast description, where it allows you to become a monthly member from anywhere from 99 cents a month to $9.99 a month. Um, thank you for everybody who is supporting this because without you guys, I cannot continue to do this. And I'm looking for work right now. So if I get a job, we're going to have to cut down on the podcast days as well as the daily blog days, because this week is my bankruptcy hearing and I have zero income. I'm not trying to make anybody feel sorry for me or to hand me something that I'm asking for. What I'm telling you guys is in order for me to continue doing this, I have to have listener support and those that are supporting, I am so grateful to. Otherwise I'm going to be doing the um, podcast just probably a few times a week and scale it back to the blog too, which I'm not planning on doing because I know that God is in control and I made it, I had asked that if I could please go to work for him right before COVID had happened. And actually I really feel freed to be able to bring to you the truth and nothing but in this movement. So thank you again. And also there is a link to donate through PayPal as well. And speaking of the truth through this movement, there's a controlled narrative out there, folks. And if you take a look at the channels that even my, our most beloved General Flynn, you know, promotes because he has to, he has to promote a narrative that is to the best for the masses. That's going to wake up the masses because, you know, we're, the powers that be are worried about waking up the masses. You and I are awake to this information and open to this information, but there's a lot of people. I don't need to tell you who's sleeping in your family or friend circle. You already know who they are. In fact, you can just step out the door and you know who they are. Hint, they've got a mask on. But anyway, um, if you're tired of hearing about the Arizona audit and you're tired of reading citizen journalism that's controlled, if they're not talking about the fact that the, all of these people um, that are, you know, the, these elite are um, alien aliens and their blood their bloodlines are of an alien reptilian nature and they're they're they've got skin suits on and they're eating our brains they're drinking our blood they're raping and pillaging our children right before they scare the shit out of them so their adrenochrome is really high and i mean they're literally chomping on their bones and flesh and eating their pineal glands all of ours if, a, if somebody you're listening to out there on a Telegram channel, on their website, on their YouTube channel, isn't touching the subject with a 10-foot pole, drop them like a friggin' hot potato because they're a controlled narrative. And if you're here listening to this, you are cannot be controlled. Your mind is open, you're seeking the truth, and you're able to evolve. And you, my ladies and gentlemen that are listening to this podcast tonight... 
you are the ones that are going to be not rejecting the knowledge and moving into the new new humanity, the new phase of our humanity, meaning all that dead weight is going to be gone and all of the good people, all of the children of God who are able to accept the new information and not reject the knowledge. If you like the Bible and you love the Bible, go back to Hosea 4, 6. If you're rejecting any knowledge, you get to stay in 3D and experience the hell that's awaiting these people. So keep your mind open, keep your heart open. And I know this audience is wonderful and thank you for being here. So like I said, pay attention to who's not talking about these things. And those people that are not talking about these things, drop them like a hot potato because they're not meant for you. They're meant for someone else on a slower, lower learning line that needs more deprogramming than you do. So congratulations to you for keeping your mind open on and listening to a fistful of truth. Speaking of which, tonight is Tuesday night, Dark to Light. Dark to Light featuring one of my favorite patriots. You're about to meet the one and only George Pittman. Uh, George Pittman is an outstanding veteran patriot, and he is a former army officer who served in the infantry, a military intelligence and special forces Green Beret, and he enjoys helping others and has numerous hobbies, including custom leather work, which I personally have never seen custom leather work like this, and I've purchased a few pieces from George. I know we're probably not even supposed to go into this on this segment because he's <laughs> not ready to tell people about this yet big time, but um, I know he's getting a website together at some point. There's no website yet, but I have to say I did purchase a few uh, home handmade, handmade, handcrafted perfect. I mean, his, everything he does has perfection to it, but, um, I did purchase a few of these for a couple of LEO friends of mine and they absolutely love it. So when that time comes and we can share George's work with you, I will be writing an article about him, um, next week when we air, uh, the first segment of the show that, um, George and I are working on, which is called navigating the storm. Um, navigating the storm. We'll be focusing on what is happening and we'll be helping uh, people on how to navigate um, through the current storm that we're in. Because ladies and gentlemen, this storm is not yet over. In fact, it really hasn't even started. Once the information flow starts to pour out to these normies and numbnuts, uh, it's going to be a shit show for everybody. So George, we're very blessed to have him. And we are very blessed for him to be among us. And and, uh, thank you for your service, sir, because you're one of the most uh, awesome, kind-hearted, but super badass patriots that I've ever met. And folks, if you've ever seen Person of Interest, just consider George to be like a real live uh, John Reese. So having said that, uh, let's meet George Pittman. Come here. Are you there? I'm there. Can you hear me? (laughs) Yes, I can. Well, welcome, George, to A Fistful of Truth, our segment called Dark to Light. How are you? Thank you. I'm great. It's a pleasure to be here. (laughs) Well, I'm glad we can hear each other now that we've uh, gotten over the interference that was happening when I tried to send you the uh, first invite. So, 
uh, would you like to tell our audience a little bit about yourself and then we'll just dive in and let God steer this conversation? Okay. Well, um, uh, former military, uh, ever since I was a, a very young man, I wanted to be a Green Beret. And I actually, in my high school yearbook, I predicted that uh, in 10 years I would be with Special Forces. And then 10 years later, I had just uh, made it through selection and had a, a course date for the Q course. So I was I was a little driven, you could say, um, in terms of you know focus and everything. So I got to be in Special Forces. Before that, I was in the infantry and military intelligence and then, uh, you know, the, the, the oxymoron branch. So, <laughs> but, but, uh, but I, you know, just working with that caliber of people in special operations was phenomenal. Um, but at any rate, so former military, uh, all the, uh, physical stuff took a toll on me. So, um, you know, I've got some back problems and things like that, but, just loving life, been a patriot, was on Twitter for about three and a half years until the, uh, the, the big ban where they permanently banned, you know, millions of conservatives for, you know, having opinions that were true. <laughs> right. But, uh, yeah. Mm. So just kind of took a break and just kind of waiting for God to do his thing. And, uh, you know, so here I am. Well, I'm honored to have you here. And first of all, thank you for being here. But mostly, thank you for your service and your dedication to God and humanity. Uh, you are one of the most rare individuals I've, I've met. And I'm just so blessed to have connected with you. And I'm so grateful to you for, for many reasons, which we won't go into on this podcast, um, due to some <laughs> still ongoing investigations going on. And there's still some some stuff that's open for me on my end. But one day we'll talk about it. Um, but in the meantime, um, you have so much life experience and you have, um, so much, um, that you've done for this country and you're just, you know, I, I just know your personality just at the snap of the fingers, you're just ready to go. And I know you've said you've been, um, you know, injured and oh my God, at this age, I'm sure we've all been injured, but especially with your career, you know. I always kind of, have you ever seen the, um, the series person of interest? Uh, no, no. I oh, haven't. you've got to watch it because James Caviezel is in it. And you, you kind oh of, Oh my God, I love him. Oh, you're going to love this series. Well, we could talk about this some other time, but you remind me of that character of, um, John Reese. So if anybody's listening to this, uh, <laughs> folks, George, George is a real live John Reese, uh, action hero in my book. So very honored to have him here and him and I could just have great conversations like all day long. And I really want you guys to, to get to know George. He's, um, besides his amazing, uh, um, skill sets that he has that are very unique and, and, um, just uh, incredible in my book. And I know a lot of people like, like George, but I don't know anybody like George. Um, he's got also a very artistic side. He's an excellent, amazing craftsman. He has some incredible leather work that he does that I'm going to feature on my blog. Um, George, surprise, surprise. I'm actually going to write an article about you. Um, and you're finding oh, out boy. about it on this. You're finding <laughs> out about it on this podcast. Oh, you're going to make me blush. <laughs> But um, go ahead and tell people um, what, what, how you feel about, um, you know, I know we're all in this stagnant phase of waiting and I, we, you and I have talked about things off the, uh, off the uh, audio record here 
about what's really going on and how that we, there is things happening behind the scenes. It's just that people can't see it yet because operations, special forces, you don't just announce everything you're doing, right? Right, right. That's, that's the tough part right now is not knowing. Mm-hmm. Uh, anytime you're in a stressful situation, uh, you know, you, you just want to know the truth and that we're all truth seekers. And that's one of the most difficult things is we're seeing all this, these negative things and it's, it's depressing. It, it's just negative energy. And, you know, how to deal with that is, I guess, kind of what we're going to talk about today and how at least how I deal with it or dealt with it or come to come to learn how to deal with it. Uh, one thing and I just want to tell folks is that, you know, it, it's 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 not easy. And I want to make sure everybody knows that they're not alone if they're struggling with whatever uh, is going on in their you know particular lives. But. You know, I, I just I think back of all the training that I had in the military. I mean, we I mean, it was it was all the time. There were so many different schools that I went to. Uh, the hardest schools, you know, in the Army, at least was for me was scuba school. Uh, not many people make it through that. But there was, you know, there's, of course, there's Ranger School, the qualification course for Special Forces, SEER School, the Survival Evasion, Resistance and Escape. Uh, even just special forces selection at the time, very few people made it through. But God helped me get through all of that on the first attempt. There's no way I could have done it without God. And I knew that at the time. But through all that training, they never taught us anything about spiritual warfare. You know, I had to le- I had to learn that on my own. Uh, I went through, uh, you know, a period of, of years before... Um, uh, you know, I got through it, but I didn't really know what was going on. I just knew that as a disabled veteran, I was dealing with tremendous amounts of pain and had, a, you know, a failed marriage, uh, going to a whole lot of detail, but it was, there was infidelity involved, not on my part. And it just, you know, it was just really hit me hard. Right. So I, I moved away and it just seemed like there was just a, this overwhelming weight of spiritual warfare negative things continuing to happen and it was just like it was like it it was just it just it was almost like it kept growing and i had to do all these things i was you know trying to deal with pain i actually uh part of the problem was they had me uh for they told me that i was going to be on chronic pain medication the rest of my life so i was dealing with the side effects of opioids uh at one point they actually had me on transdermal fentanyl. Oh, my Lord. Which, yeah. And the side effects from that were horrific, nightmarish. Uh, it, it, when, it, when, you're, when you're coming off of it, if you don't put another patch on, uh, oh, my God. It's just you get incon- involuntary muscle movements. I've had to uh, take opiates before for a back injury, and coming off of it was like the most evil Right. I, I completely, I can't take them. I, I understand right. exactly right. what you're saying. So I'd, I'd been on these for years. So um, I, the, the Veterans Administration VA Medical Center pain clinic transitioned me off of that to a low dose of methadone. Now I'd been on Percocet and everything else in addition to that when it would mm. flare up. So, so it had all this crap in my system. Yuck. But, but methadone is also an opioid. I know. And even though it was a low dose because they use high doses for heroin addicts and stuff like that, I would still have these side effects. 
And, you know, I, I kept asking, it's like, is there any other option? And they're like, right. no, you're going to be on this for the rest of your life. Jesus. And, and, and God disagreed. We had, a con- we had a conversation and he said, George, this is not going to be the rest of your life. So against my doctors, uh, they didn't know, but I weaned myself off of the methadone. And it, it was a long process, and there was about three days when I was not taking anything that were – it was horror. I mean, it was miserable. But God helped me through it because he knew that at the end that, that, that sometimes that, that – that, you know, the, they talk about the road less traveled, the path less traveled. It's longer. It's more difficult. But when you get to the end, it's much better than the other path. It's easier to take. So when I got there and I had all that crap out of my system, it's like I woke up and saw the sunrise for the first time. That's how my body felt. It was just like, it was like almost, it was like a Holy Spirit moment where I was like, oh my God, I felt better than I had felt in years just from getting all that crap out of my system. So I get to, I get moved to uh, a new place and uh, I won't go into a whole lot of specifics, but it was just, uh, there was more legal stuff from, uh, actually, two ex-wives they teamed up against me, so it was. I had to pay two lawyers, so I had uh, enormous financial <laughs> burdens. Not funny, it, oh, not funny, but oh, you can laugh. You uh, have oh, to wait, laugh I, now. You have, have to. to. You have it, to. It, without a sense of humor, I would go insane. We'd be done. You and I would yeah, not be having yeah. this conversation. No. And, way. and and you know, with my personality, I love to laugh, even if it's at my own expense. I love to laugh. So, <laughs> You're funny you know, too, by the yeah, way. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, you know, so all this is going on, uh, by the grace of God, I had two uh, really good neighbors. Uh, I mean, when I say two neighbors, it was a husband and wife and they were just genuinely good people. And, you know, we help each other and, and always talking because otherwise I didn't want to be around anybody. I had, you know, post-traumatic stress from all these other things, you know, military as well as, you know, personal life. And I just didn't want to be around anybody. I, I didn't, still I feel that motivated. way. Yeah. I still feel that yeah. Way. You know, it anyway. is, but, but Cute. I could, yeah, yeah but I, I was comfortable around genuinely good people because they weren't asking me a lot of personal questions or, you know, saying negative thing. It was all, they were very positive people. So that was very helpful. But I, you know, I, I know you don't talk a lot about, certain topics but the thing that that really got me was you know all this stuff was happening i got on twitter and i started reading stuff i'd 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 had an account uh but i just i just got on there because i wanted to see what trump was saying because i (laughs) i love that guy man he's just like he just he's you know no filter he just says he's that's why we love him he says what we want to say he He, 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 he speaks for us he's the voice of americans Yes. Right. He speaks the truth and he's like my dad. He's like, he's going to tell you what, what he believes, whether it hurts your feelings or not. Thank God. Uh, yeah. So I got on there and then I start seeing all the stuff about, you know, the children, adrenochrome and all this other stuff. And I'm like, is this real? Yeah. You know, and, and I, the more I got into it and I, I was checking all these different sources and it just hit me. And I mean, I remember it was raining. I ended up on my knees uh, crying from, I mean, it was just so overwhelming to realize that so much yeah. evil was happening to children. It just literally broke my freaking heart. Yeah. And, and I just, you know, once again, I gave my, myself to God and I was like, you know, tell me what you want me to do. 
either point me, tell me where these children are. You know, I'll, <laughs> I'll go, I'll go try to kick in the door by myself. If I have to tell me what you want me to do. Mm-hmm. And his thing to me was spread the truth, spread the truth. As Jesus and, taught us. Right. And yeah. that's when I started, you know, learning more about spiritual warfare and how to deal with it. And the, the, and I guess the way, best way I can try to summarize it is that right now there's so much negativity. It's, it's, um, it's hard. And I've got, I told you earlier, I've got 28 different uh, news websites that are on my browser that I scan through looking for signs, indicators, anything that good things are happening. It's almost impossible to find. Yeah. Because there's so, a, there's a controlled narrative on both sides. Right. Right. Yeah. It's, Project Mockingbird on crack and all this other stuff. Yeah. But the, the important thing to know is, I mean, one of the things that I did learn in the military is it's, it's always important to understand your enemy. Mm-hmm. And you, if you understand the enemy, well, who's the enemy? The enemy is Satan. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the Satan has all these minions or whatever working for him. So, um, but the bottom line before I get off on a tangent is that, so that's the enemy. Whether you want to believe it or not, that's the motivation behind all these things is Satan's desires. Okay. But the enemy feeds off of negative energy. So when you're, if you're, if you're frustrated, like if you're angry, that's feeding the enemy. If yep. you're, if you're, if you're de- uh, depressed, hopeless, all these things that actually feeds the enemy, you're helping the enemy by listening to the negative thoughts that that son of a bitch is trying to feed you in your head, telling that, that you, there's no hope, you're worthless, all you, you're feeding him. So how do you combat that? It's actually very easy. It's the way you deal with that is with love. Now, you can laugh or whatever, but the act of love washes away all negative energy. And I mean love as an action verb. For me, what helps me is just loving on my dog. I've got a miniature dachshund. She's sitting, in my, she's sitting in my lap right now. And I learned this when I would have episodes of post-traumatic stress. The act of loving, petting her helped me. And it was just like, I was like, wow, I feel so much better. So you, you convert the negative energy. You just dismiss it. You're like, no more. So, and you go find something, even if it's just helping a neighbor, doing something nice for somebody, uh, saying hello to somebody or just having a conversation, call a friend, tell them how much you care about them, your family. Uh, if you still have your parents, grandparents, go love on somebody, you know, love on somebody that, that loves you back. So you get that positive energy. It can be a phone conversation. It could be in person, whatever it takes, whatever it takes, take the time to love. The other thing that helps is positive things positive activities, exercise, going for a walk, um, uh, lifting weights, any type of exercise is a positive thing. So if you're in a, in a state where you're feeling depressed, you write, make a list of baby steps that you can take. And every little baby step, you give yourself a check mark. Even if it's just once a day, that one little thing is going to help you. Uh, you know, maybe it's just uh, taking a shower, uh, you know, maybe cooking dinner. Uh, going outside for a walk, walk to the end of the driveway and back or whatever, go to a park, walk, you know, 
even if you got to put on a coat or whatever, the weather's crappy, go exercise. Uh, if you have a good church, if you, if you know people, have friends, that it's a good church where there's not a lot of gossip, or just go listen, see if there's anything that you can get uh, that will help you deal with your circumstances. Go to, the, go, to the, go to God's Word. Go to the Bible. Read through it. Uh, sometimes uh, I, I like just open up the Bible and see where I land. You know, but I've got, I've got all the books tabbed. It's highlighted all over the place. And I've got bookmarkers. So, you know, I, like, I love Romans. Romans is really helpful for me. The other thing that helped me as a young man was the book of Job. And mm-hmm. it's like when you think it's bad, it could always be worse. Oh, yeah. So, ha- so having that, <laughs> so having that perspective kind of helps put you in a different place yeah. emotionally where you can say, you know what, L- let me be thankful for what I have. And in spite of all these things, these bad things that are happening, the bottom line is that you have to come back to what's most important. And that is your faith in Jesus Christ, your faith in God, knowing that your heavenly father loves you so much that he gave a son for us so we could be, we could have eternal life through salvation. We could be forgiven of our sins, even though we don't deserve it. We could never earn it. That's the key point is that all this negative crap, all when, when, what we're listening to news, whether it's Fox news, Max, I don't care. Uh, obviously CNN's a waste of time, but all that stuff, what are, are you listening to God? Are you even asking, you know, are you trying to listen? And, and I'm not trying to be, um, negative in terms of saying, you know, you should do this. Uh, it's free will. It's your choice. Yep. All I'm, all I'm telling people is that if, if you're in a bad place, what have you got to lose? Like Trump says, what do you got to lose? You know, why not try it? Have, try to have a conversation because I guarantee you, God wants to have a relationship with you. you He's don't have waiting to go to for you. He's exactly. waiting to hear from you. His line is always open to you. Exactly. And you don't need anything other than yourself and your nope. will to communicate with him. Yes. You can open up a direct line of communication, talk to him. It's just a matter of, do you, do you mean it? Do you mean it in your heart? Do you, do you really yep. want his help? Do you really want to love him back? Because a, a wise pastor told me one time, God does not always seem interested mm-hmm. in immediately delivering us from our circumstances. Mm-mm. But he is always interested in our development and in having a relationship with us. And that is so freaking true. And he will deliver you from your circumstances when he knows that you are ready, not when you think you're ready. Right. And that's the, that's the, one of, that's the other difficult part is right Patience. now, nobody knows <laughs> when. I mean, we know good things are coming, but the big question is when. You know, it's right. like we want it now. We're the microwave generation. It's like, gosh, we've been waiting all, you know, in, in the grand scheme of things, in God's time, it's a fraction. It's right. a fraction of a, of a minute. Right. These, thing, these things take time. So rather than focusing on when we, we, we or we ourselves. Could, right. Well, actually, one of the things we can focus on is ourselves. But from the perspective of how can I be a better person? How can I be healthier uh, spiritually, mentally, physically? Because all those things, when you focus on trying to make yourself better, you're able to help other people. And, and when we love other people like Jesus loves us, that makes God smile. Well, it's love at the end of the day. That's the That's frequency. Right. It's That's the right. frequency of existence. 
Right. And, and when you stray from that, this is where we end up. Right. And, uh, you know, I've talked with people that um, they have a different perspective in terms of God and religion because th- there's, there's, granted, there's a lot of negativity around religion. I mean, Catholic Church, for example. Uh, I don't have a problem with the, the believers at all. It's the leadership. They've right. corrupt, they've That's corrupted what I something. There's a, right. they corrupted something that was supposed to be beautiful. Right. Uh, it's not the church itself. It's who's it, the, in charge. It's like well, a company. Right. Who's in charge? Who's calling the shots? If somebody's the captain of the ship is evil and bad, he's going to steer it in the wrong direction. Right. And, and, right. and in reality, the true church is no building. Right. It's the Thank people. You. Yes. The people that, that yes. come together and, and who, who understand that what we have in common is far more important than our differences. And one thing we should have in common is God. But the spiritual people, maybe they're more into astrology, uh, the planets, and, and a, but they feel that there's a, there's a higher power, but they don't, maybe they don't interpret it the same way we do uh, in terms of seeing a picture of Jesus. Or, or They have a different perspective. But when I listen to them and try to learn, because I love learning, um, it, it, what I realize is that, you know, we might be talking about the same thing, just using different words. That's exactly what I believe for those who accept and believe in Almighty Father, which is, you know, a no choice to, to really, but it's just a matter of coming to terms and, and going to God, because that's what, you know, we're like lost little children. He just wants us to love him. Oh, that's that's really all here. I mean, that's it. it, it it's it, so it, simple. Look at what Jesus's commandment was to us. Love one another. Right. Is there anything more simple than that, George? No. And, and that's the thing I love about the New Testament is that I, I'm a big I, I mean, I freaking love common sense, <laughs> you know, and, and it's that's oozing and that's, out of you, my friend. <laughs> right. And that's why uh, special forces was perfect for me, because instead of the conventional military where you got to eat a shit sandwich every day for uh-huh. stupid, stupid stuff. Yep. Excuse my French. Um, you know, the, you could actually, they actually encourage common sense and special forces. I mean, if you're good at common sense, you'll fit right in because yeah, but some of the, the <laughs> smartest people in the world I've ever met were in special operations and they right. just had so much common sense. It was, it just made things so easier. But, uh, but at any rate, when Jesus came in, you know, you know, the old Testament, if you look at it, there were so many laws that no matter how righteous you tried to be, you could not keep all the laws. It was so complicated. It was like it was I worse than my our tax own, laws. My own theories about the Old Testament. I think there's a lot of a lot of truth in there, but I also think that there's stuff that we've lost over time. And now they're finding. Did you hear about how they found 777 books of the Bible now? Well, I, I haven't heard that, but I I do know that you know when whenever. You you translate okay and and when they right. put the, when they put the whole Bible together, it was it was men who picked and chose what books were going to be in there. That's what I'm saying. Right. So that yeah, there's stuff missing. There's stuff that you can uh, you can ch- and when you're translating from Greek and Hebrew and all these other things, all sorts it, of things happen. Right. 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 So the bottom line is that you know it's 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 free will. Take right. what you want, but but. The New Testament was a complete change. Yes, they were. They were not. What, what, their their anticipation, their expectations for for Jesus coming was completely different than what happened. 
Mm-hmm. They thought he would rule like a king nope. and, and <laughs> knock out the Roman Empire. No, he, what he did is he came to simplify things. Yeah. He simplified it by saying, love your father, you know, your heavenly father, and love one another. You know, the, the golden rule, the basically. Most beautiful, the most beautiful words ever are in the right. New Testament to me. I love, I love reading it, and I love what Jesus has to tell us because it's the truth. There right. is nothing more true than what he's saying. So it's so simple. So we need to return to that. Thank you for saying all of this today. Oh, I, no, I love no. what God brings out of the conversations I have with you. It's amazing. Well, it's, you know, God rewards faithfulness. And, you know, it's just like any time where I can do something where I feel like God is proud of me, it's a beautiful day. And that's mm-hmm. my goal. You know, it's like. Uh, I was very fortunate to have a, a human father that loved me like that. And I know that my heavenly father loves me even more. So that's that, that kind of validation in your life, knowing that you're loved is irreplaceable. You, you can't, it's priceless. Um, and I know there's people that don't have that and that either from either their father or their mother, but I'm telling you, no matter how bad your circumstances are, your heavenly father loves you unconditionally like nothing else. It's so true. It's so true. Beautiful words. And, you know, even if it's not a familial situation, you know, we, like you just mentioned, we all go through trials and tribulations, especially right now. People are going through divorces. People are losing relationships with their families. People are losing their jobs because they refuse to take this death jab. People are losing, you know, I'm going through bankruptcy, but guess what? I feel freed. Now, see, I take everything like you do and look at it. I had so much shit happen to me in my life that I, I learned to accept the positive and look at everything as the glass is half full. I, it wasn't like that. You know, when you first get thrown into the fire, you're like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? But, you know, as you grow and as you realize you are not in control of anything. The only thing you're in control of, (laughs) you're not in control. I mean, yeah, you've got free will. You've got choices to make. Okay. The choice is yours, but you stay in faith and aligned with him and love him. Your life may not be a cakewalk, but I'll tell you, he's going to guide you. He's going to give you everything you need while you're here. Right. And And, after. Yes. Right. And free will is not free of consequences. No. No. So, you know, it's just, it's just a reminder for myself. It's like, okay, certain decisions you have to be really careful about and discernment is very important. That's very key. You know, knowing it's like, it's like with the, when they first started talking about the jab, it's like the hair stood up on the back of my neck. Mm -hmm. I know some, some people, I'm not the only one are, are equating this to the mark of the beast and who knows, but it sure sounds like it. Mm-hmm. You know, I am. You know, I, I believe that's, you know, it's biblical. All of this yeah. is biblical. This is a, this is not a physical war. It's right. manifested itself as a physical, you know, precipitated down to this level. Right. So, yes. you know, the bottom line is that, you know, we, we all have to make choices. We all have to decide what's best for ourselves and our circumstances. And you and I are not here to judge other people. That's Never. not our job. Nope. We're here to try to encourage and love other people. And, and encourage you to be, you know, the best that you can be as a person, as a human being, uh, you know, how, however you choose to do that and wherever you are. Uh, and, you know, that's, 
all we've we've tried you know the the type of people we are is we're helpers yep. you know and that's all we try to do is we try to help and encourage others to to flourish to 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 be happy because that makes us happy that gives us joy when we can see that we've actually helped somebody that gives us an immense amount of joy because we know that that's what Jesus wants us to do and plus it feels good. It's like what our heart wants. I mean, exactly. And you know, that's why we're talking here on this podcast, you know, to the audience before we hopped on, we, ha- you know, we get, we, we say hi to each other. We don't just go, Oh, here, welcome to it. No, <laughs> no. you know, and so we're, we're talking and it, it, this is all it's about. I was telling George, I'm like, you know, people need to hear us t- talking to each other because we're so isolated. Number one, just because we're a huge freaking country to begin with. Oh but, yeah. But now, now that we know about all this, number one, there's going to be, you know, it's, it was uncomfortable, just like George said, it was uncomfortable for all of us, no matter how, no matter how tough we are and how many bad things or how many crazy things we've been exposed to George and his career in life, me and my career in life, it's still hard. But the fact that all this pandemic has happened has even isolated us more, right? right? So here we are coming back together and sharing with all of you out there just our our conversation about how we feel and you know george has always uh brought me up and um it's been a blessing knowing you and i feel like i've known you for lifetimes and i i believe that to be 110 percent true i don't know how i can't prove it but my heart knows it you know those that are connecting here at this time where god has graced us and sent us here to be alive and work for him and work for each other. This is the time to be serviced to others. You know, it is the time to start talking and sharing because love and truth are the only things that are going to get us through only things. That's very true. And, and, you know, I know it's frustrating, especially for folks like myself who were kicking in doors and, you know, but, affectionately referred to as pipe hitters, you know, <laughs> you know, if you've been an operator or some, or even if you just are so frustrated that you're tempted to do something that you would regret, that might get in, it let you end up in jail. Mm-hmm. I just, I just want to strongly di- discourage anybody from violence other than self-defense. Right. I mean, don't, don't ever let anybody take, you know, anything from you that, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, you know, people have asked me, it's like, you know, we're trained in unconventional warfare to help overthrow countries mm-hmm. uh, with with small groups of people going in and training indigenous forces to overthrow the government, everything else. But the, the thing that we don't have is the intelligence to know uh, everything we need to know for target analysis. If we if we even if we wanted to, to group together, come together as a militia, uh, who are we going to you know go after? You know, you know because, you're right. You're because right. Because the right, the people we see in the news, like the Nancy Pelosi's and the Joe Biden's, they're all just caricatures. They're puppets. And you know, literally, they're, they're actors at this point, George. I right. mean, it's, it's been, right. it's, a, it's a show that we're watching. But, you know, like you said, there's a lot of, um, I do talk to a lot of veterans and, uh, you know, I was just making a joke before this call how all my friends are, you know, retired LEOs and military because that's the, that's the field and, and life that I was exposed to for so long through my work in the legal field. But um, a lot of people are, you know, wanting to take action. But what you're saying is so true. 
that, you know, what are you, what are you up against? And, what, and it's very important to remember and remind the audience that POTUS and, and Q told us, whether you follow it or not, you have to understand that the military, our military after the insurrection, because that's what we're under right now, is in full control. That's what Space Force um, was created for, to take over all these operations globally. Okay, so there's a global effort. Our military is in control of our country, but there is a global effort from other countries that agreed to the takedown of this evil with POTUS. Right. So for those listening out there who do feel like they need to take action, you can rest easy. And there are some things I've shared with George that we can't talk about publicly yet on this podcast. But believe it or not, there's a lot of these um, these rescues have happened and justice is being served, and we are going to find out about it. And I know that doesn't negate the urgency of people like yourself that are so highly specialized and trained and, and you know, have this, and please, please just take this as a compliment, because I got to say it, have the level of badassery that you do. They feel compelled, you know, and I understand, I mean, I feel compelled, and I don't, I'm no, I'm just like mentally compelled. I'm like, oh my God, how do, how do I help fix this? The military is in control, but guess what? What you were talking about this whole time, George, is God is in control. Right. God is in control. And if we, if we let our anger and the actions of other people dictate our character, all it's going to do is give them ammunition to come after us for gun control. Yep. So, so basically it's what they want. They, they wanted a civil war, but we didn't give it to them because – Thankfully, POTUS and everybody came through. They took over. You know, we've we've. So I know. I just understand because sometimes the most difficult thing to do seems like doing nothing. Mm -hmm. But what we can do is what we've talked about earlier, which is we can connect with each other. We can work on try to learn more about spiritual warfare, how to deal with it. um, You know, how to help each other, how to help our families. And you still might have people within your family who. Uh, are pro, pro jab, pro vax, whatever, and you're dealing with that. You know, I, I don't, know, I can't tell you how to deal with it. All, all I can is do is pray for you, and and you know, hope that you can find some common ground with them, or maybe it's time to get some distance. That that's that's their call, right? But um, you know, ideally, you have at least one person that you can connect with, even if they're halfway around the world. That that that's that's a special person, special soul, that you can connect with and and love each other. And you always got the big guy upstairs whose lines are always open, toll exactly. free, toll free. Exactly. Well, thank you for all of that, um, George. I really appreciate the uh, encouragement because it's very important to, like you said, in this time to stay focused on the positive because there's a lot of positives coming. And I want to let you know too, you know, we've talked about it. There's a lot of regenerative medicine cures coming. You know, I've been working on this project to help veterans, veterans first, veterans and kids, um, everybody, I mean, everybody, but without our veterans, what do we have? And without our military, what do we, we don't have anything. So I think it's really important to give back to veterans, um, their health and all of the things that they've suffered through this time. So there are 
there are these, what they're calling med beds, but there's these high frequency machines that are going to be released to the public in the very near future. That's going to help correct all sorts of things from PTSD to TBIs to, you know, not simple, but, you know, back injuries, uh, leg injuries, everything, you know, all sorts of things are going to be fixed. And these are the things that they've been holding back from us for years and using it for themselves. But guess what? It's backfired. And all these wonderful things, in addition to the freedom, because freedom is never free, of humanity right. is coming. So, you know, what do you have to say to your fellow veterans about, you know, looking forward to these cures and these, these you know, these things that will help everybody who's in pain? My goodness. What, what I would say is that, first of all, uh, you know, thank you for your service, because even though we, we've, we've all served in some capacity, it's, you know, it, 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 there's a there's a place in mark because I know there's people out there who are who are battling with thoughts of suicide. So please understand that those thoughts are false. OK, the, the thoughts, uh, uh, the negative thoughts that comes from the enemy. Yes. Please don't do anything to feed the enemy. In other words, don't give the enemy what's, what they want. Don't give the son of a bitch the satisfaction. Of, of, of falling into that trap and listening to that bullshit. Okay. You are a special, wonderful person. Don't do anything to hurt yourself. If you need help, get help. There's, there's all kinds of suicide hotlines and things like that for, for the others that, that aren't there. They're just, they just need some hope. Just need something, something to, to hang on to, to bite. To... Talk, talk to someone, talk to a friend, like don't right. pull up, talk to someone, get on that phone, call somebody you trust and talk to them. If you don't want to, you know, call the suicide hotline first. Right. right. But if, if you can't bring yourself to do that and you want to just reach out to someone, don't pull up. Right. Right. Stay, you know, don't uh, dig the hole deeper Yeah. for yourself. Get, get out. Uh, get out of wherever you are, get some fresh air, get some sunlight, positive things for the other veterans that, that just, like I said, we, we just want, we want to see, I mean, we've all served because we love our country. Yes. We love, we love our families. We love our friends. We, we want what's best for our country. It's heartbreaking to see what's happened, but I just want to let you know, there's hope. We, there's so many positive things coming. We just don't know when. Right. So, but we, and we don't know. We, we're not we're not supposed to see the operations and people in your field and people in various aspects of the military understand that you don't announce your operation before you go get the enemy. Right. So so how do we tell folks? What do we what, what is there? Is there anything that we can give them uh, to let them know? Look, um, you know, I, everybody wants proof. I mean, we want to see the mercy broadcast, you know, take over and, and the military tribunals. And, you know, we want to see some kind of evidence that this is really happening. I know because I'm the same way. But all I can tell you is just trust God. If you trust God, then it'll happen on his schedule, on his time. Can I give the audience some hope? Absolutely. I know from a very reliable human being that I've known for a very, very long time. So I'll call them a source that the tribunals are in fact going on. There are people being executed and there are productions of video, video media productions that have been 
created so that when the time comes and the time's not going to be five years in the future, 10 years in the future, we're talking, I'm, I'm, I'm believing within this next year, absolutely within this next year, it's not going to happen overnight. Like not everything's going to get dropped at once, but they're going to be showing us and the rest of the population, which has no idea what's going on. They're going to be showing people the evidence and the proof once all of the justice has been administered because there's evidentiary issues and there's also, you know, crowd control issues. Right. Right. So be still and know um, that you're hearing it from me and I'm not saying it lightly. It's going to come out. It's just a matter of us being patient because it's on God's time. And, you know, we we knew early on that there was never supposed to be a date, you know, in terms of what things was happen. It was all driven by basically like chess moves, like reaction right. to events. Um, so, and we know that the enemy is trying to delay this as long as possible. You know, and that's, that's where, you know, the negative energy comes in with the delays we get down. We're like, oh, why is it taking so long? Well, even me, you know, I, I'm, I, I was I'm on a rant way. the other day, you know, but, but yeah. it's normal. People need to understand that it's normal for us to be like, okay, when, 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 when we're watching the world fall apart around us, but everything that goes down goes up and we had to do this to show them that this was all planned. And, you know, and people in your field and people who, you know, work in the area of law enforcement know that it takes a lot of planning to take down a perpetrator. Right. And we're not, yeah, yeah, we're we're not talking about, uh, we're not just talking about China or Russia or, you know, another country. We're We're talking, we're talking about the most dangerous enemy we've ever had to fight, which is Satan. Satan. It's because Satan is controlling the evil that's going on in all these countries, especially China, Mm -hmm. North, North Korea, wherever Mm -hmm. Uh, he's in, in here. Uh, Everywhere. Everywhere. Hey, listen, if there's a door, he's entered it. If the, if you left that door open for him, he's in there. Right. So that's why it's taken so long because this is not the average kind of enemy. This is not the average. This is not the typical way bigger than us. Way. Oh no, no. This is not a conventional type war. There's, you know, this is all uh, asymmetrical, you know, warfare and and it's hard to understand. It's irregular and, it's different from uh, anything you've ever seen on television. So, <laughs> well, so just, you know. It's back to uh, back to Ephesians, right? And, you know, we wrestle yeah. not against, you know, flesh and, and blood. We wrestle against, uh, I, I, I always forget and I can't quote dark, it exactly. Dark forces. Dark forces. And basically, you know, we're, we're fighting the enemy in, a, in spiritual warfare. So, yes, um, I like a lot of what you said today. And I want to leave people on a, on a positive note and just let them know that um, it, it's, I believe, I don't know what you believe, George, but I, I kind of have an idea. I believe that God has already won this battle. I and agree. We, we're just the players and the, the humble servants down here, you know, basically um, acting out in God's play. This is his show. Nobody else's show. This is his show. And he's already won. He's just waiting and giving everybody a chance to choose him. And I think that's, I think that's the important part there is that allowing people to, to decide because 
he loves everybody so much that even people that we look at and think, oh, my God, there's no way I'm going to see them in heaven. <laughs> you know? Lazarus. We all, we, we, we all know a few of those. Lazarus. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know. Yeah, well, just, yeah, it's true. You know, you just like, oh, my gosh, that, that person is such a, you know, whatever. It just, you know, you just, you know, but even they're redeemable, you know, Absolutely. In, in God's eyes. It's just a matter of, you know, will they choose what's which, which the uh, the driving thing that's going to make them turn around. And uh, but, you know, we, we, that's all we can do is, is really just pray, uh, wait. And I, I believe, too, that when it does come out, it will make a lot more sense as to why it took so long. Maybe they'll explain it. Um, but uh, yeah. you know, I, I won't, when it comes, when it finally happens, I, I'm not going to be complaining anymore about how long it took. I'll be, I'll be like, I might say about time, but at the same time, I'll just be so happy. Okay. Yes. We're finally getting confirmation yes. that this, but, but because we feel this so strongly in our hearts through the Holy spirit and whatever you want to call it, uh, that this divine intervention has been happening, that, that good people are working, that God is working through good people to make this happen, to help humanity all across the world. We feel it. We know it because we feel it. Yes. That's very important. Our intuition always tells us. And my intuition says this, this party is going to get started soon. And after the rain will come the sunshine where we're, the rain is done. We're just going to get to see the evidence of it. We just didn't get to see the storm. And it was good that they protected the public from these horrors and are able to control the drip of the information to them. Because as you and I know, you know, um, it's not easy to see the things we've seen and no. not everybody's eyes are suited for that. And God chose us as witnesses to these things and, and let us experience it because we're supposed to be alive for this time, just as every single other person is supposed to be alive for this time to be witness and help each other and love each other, love one another. So thank you, George. Do you have anything else to say to the audience before no, I invite you thank back? Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you for having me. I enjoyed it. Um, I, I didn't even really know what we were going to talk about, but I, I prayed before you even called and just that God asked God to help me. Uh, I just wanted to make sure that, you know, I honored him. The best I could, and you know, you honor just, all of us. You honor him all the time, just by breathing and being alive, my friend. You're an amazing human being. God bless you. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> well, thank you, and I look forward to having you back on a fistful of truth, and we can talk about some more great stuff coming up. Sounds good. All right, George. All right, take care. Wow, what a wonderful human being, um, a great introduction. And thank you again, George. And I can't wait to talk with you next week and share our, our navigation and how we are navigating through the storm and help others navigate through the storm with us. So um, George found that title, Navigating the Storm, and I, I really like it. So thank you again for being here. And thank you out there for listening and supporting A Fistful of Truth. You can also support uh, me and other patriots by shopping at mydailychoice.com forward slash CBD, where you can locate wonderful products from Hempworks Coffee. Hempworks Coffee um, and Hempworks CBD oil, as well as um, Hempworks bath bombs. You know, somebody had given me one of these bath bombs and I tried it some time ago and I... 
I am just received some bath bombs from the company and they're just amazing. I'm, I'm, uh, I have to say I'm pretty picky and I make my own bath bombs and these, this bath bomb, I threw it in the bath last night <laughs> and before you know it, I, I think I almost fell asleep and I had one of the best sleeps of my life until I realized I'd left something on that I was watching and then I got violently woken up by unwanted unwanted uh (laughs) an episode of twin peaks that i was re-watching but the bath bombs work amazing they are um, available again to you so try them out takes care of your aches and pains and puts you to sleep like a baby mydailychoice.com forward slash delara cbd um i also wanted to uh, ask you guys if you know other people that are seeking an uncontrolled narrative okay that they are tired of hearing about the Arizona audit. They are tired of hearing about things they are tired of hearing about. I mean, there's only so many times you can beat the dead horse until it it rots and and disintegrates into the ground and you're still beating the ground. And that's what I feel like these controlled citizen journalist people are doing that are even white hat controlled. Um, There are uncontrolled narratives out there. Check out Maria Bernardis. (laughs) No one controls Maria Bernardis um, except God. And check out Linda McAllister, the deplorable McAllister. My goodness, nobody do... Nobody can, nobody can control the deplorable snark. Um, speaking of which, check out Linda's uh, show tonight. I believe it's called The Standard Hotel is Shut Down. And, for, and I think I have um, some footage in there that I sent her. In fact, I know I do. I just watched a little bit of it. And you can see a footage from uh, Hollywood that I took this week in her broadcast. I recommend you check it out because she makes great connections and shows you things that are connected to the footage that I, I took that I would never think of those connections. Um, you can also check out the uh, my blog post tonight, which is about the Standard Hotel. It's located at www.delarasengill.blog. Uh, and I will be posting some of that footage along with a a little narrative that I, I took when I noticed that all these, all these vaxginas were walking around. Uh, oh my God, Hollywood, these girls. Oh my God, look, I got my vaccine passport. Now I can go to the spa and go dancing. Okay, you dumb tart hoe. I'm sorry, you're just a stupid hoe for saying these things. You know, I don't call women that, but when I see somebody talking like that and jabbing themselves and changing their DNA, I have zero respect for them. Okay. It's not like somebody was forced to do this because they felt like they were going to lose their job. That's different. But you know, when you're making a choice between changing your DNA and putting a 2.5 meter parasite in your non-existent little pea brain, that's probably just going to, you know, eat what it can out of you and inject yourself with graphene and stick nanites up your nose and get spike proteins to puncture the, the brain you really didn't have. So I guess it's not really going to hurt your men- mental state. But you know, when you do that, because you want to go dancing or you just want to go to a spa, you're a stupid hoe. So we'll talk about some stupid, um, stupid people on the rant this Saturday. I think you guys will like it, but definitely check out Linda's show. Check out this blog article to see actual footage of what's going on in LA. Cause you're not going to see it. No one's going to show it to you. The controlled narratives are not going to touch it with a 10 foot pole. And they're not going to tell you about the alien presence. What Bill Cooper told, told us years ago, Bill Cooper was the, uh, the way to my awakening when I was very young. Um, I wasn't even like 12 or 13 yet. I was listening to Bill Cooper and reading Behold a Pale Horse. So stay tuned. Uh, Today is Tuesday. I mean, yeah, today's Tuesday. And then tomorrow, tomorrow is Wednesday, but it's the good Anon featuring Truth Seeker Anon. And Thursday will be uh, 
Throwback Thursday, we do have Sergeant Mike Fanning of the LAPD who's going to tell us a story that's going to shock your world because my goodness, most people don't get to hear hear the story. We are lucky enough to have it directly from the source and it'll be a mini series explaining how the infiltration of Marxism, um, communism, and all sorts of other badisms, Luciferianism, was uh, in what, what began in our law enforcement divisions, including um, the infamous and f- famous um, LAPD. So Mike is going to be telling us stories from all the way back from the 70s until up until now. He's very well educated and he's very well spoken and he's got a wonderful sense of humor. So one of my favorite people. And then stay tuned on Friday night. Friday night is called a fistful of snark. Yes. We decided that movie night was just too boring for the uncontrollable, deplorable McAllister. So, you know, a fistful of snark is what Linda came up with. I absolutely love it. So that's the show from now on. It broadens it up. We can talk about anything. And she's going to be doing her own podcast. podcast. And I think she's got a title, but I want to wait till she tells me that title for sure. And I'll be letting you know when and where to tune into that as well. So thank you all for tuning in tonight. God bless you. And where we go one we go off.